You've probably seen the protests roiling China, tens of thousands in the streets and on the campuses, angry that almost three years on from the outbreak of COVID, the regime is still locking people up. A fire in a block of flats killed 10 people, unable to flee because of restrictions. But the protests carry a bigger human rights message for leader Xi Jinping. Freedom and democracy for his communist state. China scholar Dr Tao Zhang is at Nottingham Trent University in the UK. She wrote about the uprising for The Conversation. I think the most innovative expression of protests is many protesters reading blank sheets of A4 paper. That's why the protest is dubbed as the A4 revolution or blank paper revolution. What does the blank sheet of paper actually mean, though? China's censorship has been widely known to the world. The level of information control has been intensified in recent years. So it's very risky for individuals or groups of people to publicly criticize the government and protest in public places. It's very, very risky. That's why these protests, you could say, has taken the world by surprise. The blank sheets of A4 paper is open to interpretation. Some people say it represents people's grief, sadness, anger, discontent, public criticism of censorship. And that's the interesting aspect of A4 revolution, because the blank paper on the surface uh, says nothing. But in fact, it contains, you could say, many meanings, many ideas people were not able to express. And who's leading these protests? Because it's a risky thing to lead a protest in China. So who's leading them? From the media reports and social media, I can see three constituencies of protesters. First were migrant workers, for example, in Foxconn factory, the biggest iPhone factory in the world. There were clashes between workers and police. Also in Guangzhou, there were some clashes between migrant workers and riot police. The second is local residents. It was clear in the protests in Ulumuchi in Xinjiang following the fire on 24th. There was local protests on 25th. And that was very much led by local residents. It was a spontaneous demonstration in front of the government building. But the third group, there were protesting in Shanghai, Beijing, Chengdu, and some other big cities. The main groups were the young professionals and university students. We know that the protests started because of China's very harsh COVID lockdown policies. The rest of the world is opening up, uh, has opened up. China is still pursuing a zero COVID. And of course, you mentioned a fire in which 10 people died because everyone was confined to their homes because of COVID. But there's more to the protests than COVID, isn't there? Definitely. 
I think that is why the protests have been referred to the biggest since the 1989 TMM movement. I think that really can be understood in three terms. The first one is the scale. I don't mean the absolute number of protesters. Of course, compared to 1989, the protest number this time were much smaller. What I meant is about protests being countrywide. And the protests broke out in multiple locations across the country, not only in multiple cities, but also on a big number of university campuses across the country. And that scale of protests hasn't been seen since uh, 1989. And second is about the spontaneity. As we know, China has numerous uh, protests, well, since 1989. This 1989 stood out because it has a sort of countrywide common grievance. Yeah. But these protests, they're very audacious because you've got a paramount leader in uh, Xi Jinping who has effectively declared himself leader for life. You've got these protesters, aren't they saying, an end to the regime? This is not small reform. It's an end to the regime, aren't they asking for? That particular demand has been shouted, at least in a protest in Shanghai. That's very much uh, unheard in protests across the country since 1989. That's another point I like to say, because the demands expressed not only is against the government zero COVID policy, but also demanding freedom of speech, rule of law and democracy. And even some went as far as demanding the regime change. That means it is significant. We know how the Chinese regime reacted to Tiananmen Square. Mm-hmm. And and that was with a notorious massacre. We know that. They still haven't ever acknowledged just how many thousands of people may have been killed in that massacre. Is the Chinese regime, is Xi Jinping's regime likely to make any concessions to these widespread protests? What we can see from the media reports, the government has eased COVID control measures in some cities so far. But of course, we don't know how far these easing measures will go. And also the government did not acknowledge it was response to the protests, rather his government's own initiative to decide to open up the society. But in fact, we can see it is the pressure of public protests obviously led to the easing up. And of course, on the other hand, we can see immediately the government has doubled down on censorship and also arrested some protesters. That has been very much predicted by many activists. There is very little sign, we can say, the government is relaxing its control on public criticism and dissent. Dr Tao Zhang of Nottingham Trent University. Getting in touch with ABC RN is easy. Join the conversation live using the ABC Listen app's call and text features.